5 p.m. Every Sunday, town's always about the culture. Do out and sculpture, recording every Friday. So here it our way, no need to catch a flight away. Stay tuned for our take. Once the beat is ready, um, I'm back in the studio. What platform is going to be on? Um, I don't know if I'm going to release it yet. Uh, Are you, you going to play on the pod at least? Um, since I since I said that I'm going to be in the studio, I will play a snippet of the final project on the pod. I was, I was about to say you got to give the audience something because last week you said they can't come to your birthday party after you announced it. So at least this week they can hear. Well, music. the way the way these cases are spiking, will I have a birthday party? Listen, listen, listen bro, that's uh, a good save. I'm, but I'm, a lot of people still doing it. <laughs> they are outside right now, bro. New cases every day. Yeah, the way the way these cases are spiking, I probably won't have a birthday party. But look for the exclusive release of a snippet of the track on on the podcast. Okay. What's your What's your name? Look, I like I'll say everything the day I drop this snippet. Well, Corey don't want to give. <laughs> Corey don't advertise nothing. I about to say that. Corey don't advertise nothing. I expect people to tune in, man. What, what about your boy? You're not going to drop your boy's name at the least so they can get get a head start on him? I got to hear the beat first. Uh, dang, he don't got faith in his boy's own beat. No, no, I, I have, I have <laughs> faith. So tune in next week for a seven-second clip of a song you're not going to get released anyway. So. <laughs> right. From a producer you can't know about. <laughs> look, look, we got the beat. It's coming, I'm telling you. Wait, wait till it drop. I'm like, I don't do all the advertisements, man. Under promise, overperform. That's what we do. Under promise, overperform. I said overperform. Overperform. Jesus. All right, man. We're gonna remind everybody next week. That's the first thing we're gonna. No, no, no. It's not gonna be ready by next week. So when's it gonna re- be ready by? Uh, give me four episodes. Four, four episodes. That's a month. I'm about to say that's new. We'll so next year. I don't. Bro. I don't even have the beat yet. <laughs> I thought he was gonna do no, one right. one time, one like you know. You're supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to get the lyrics now from now, man. But I don't have, I don't have the beat yet. Are you working but with I'm him? Saying, I'm saying once you get the beat, yeah, you can do a yeah, one take. Yeah, once, once I get the beat, I might be able to do one or two takes, but I don't have the beat. Mm. So, so give me, give me four episodes. So he just producing the beat for you, and yes. or are you like working? The, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah, he just yeah. do something random, and hopefully you like it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We working, we working together. Okay, so okay, oh, okay. That's what I was curious about. Okay. Yeah, and then we're gonna get that's on the beat, and they're gonna make make that an outro now. So what kind of song? Nah, actually, this is an interesting topic. So what kind of song? <laughs> what kind of hip hop you doing, man? If it's, if it's even hip hop. Um. So again, I I wanted a sample of of something older, something uh, more Some soul. soulful. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> I'm gonna see what the what the beat comes out like. It's it's sort of just like a, a venting session more so for me. Um, I haven't been in the studio in a while. I haven't performed, whether it be rap or poetry, since you know all this started. So yeah, it's really that was your staple, honestly. Yeah. So it's really just to be back in a creative space. Nah, I'm about to leak that song on SoundCloud. You about to leak it? Yeah. ADC leak. Facts. Look that that week, I'm gonna be confident enough to put it whenever it releases. I'm gonna be confident enough to make it. Um, for past aux. You I'll say are you gonna yeah, if you do a song, like your own song, you gotta make it your past the aux. Yeah, yeah, okay. but I'm not gonna tell you it's me until I just I'm just gonna play this. Corey, song. I know <laughs> your voice, bro. Like what 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 is this man saying? I'm not gonna tell you it's me. I'm gonna look at the cover art and I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to the voice and I'm like, this is him. I'm gonna look up the artist before when you said as soon as you said before the problem, look up the artist. If I don't find him. I'm no, 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 no. Y- y'all can know I'll be it's damned me, but I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna play it like I'm Oh, you're just gonna play, you, like just gonna play it like it's a regular song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you don't want us to give you up either? Nah, you don't have to. Do nah, that. we should all bring our own song. We, oh, so now we're bringing our own song? Yeah. Mm, interesting. A month from now, challenge of the week. Okay. Oh, say less. No, 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 no look, he's excited. Look, he's excited. I'm, I'm definitely going to win that week. I have nothing to say. No comment. No, I, say, I don't need to no say comment. nothing. I let my music do the talking. That's fine. Say, I'm the promise over performing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to chill. I'm just going to let my words speak for themselves. Heard it. You know what's going to be funny? That's going to hear this pod, and next week she's going to send us two beats to use. I already got some beats. Oh, so everybody's ready? Yeah. Oh, okay, my, let me drink my water over here. Yeah, if I ain't producer, yo. <laughs> Somebody from the hood, yo. From your hood, I should say. We can get features, right? Nah. No oh, features on the nah, song? Nah, no, no, no. Why not? Nah, nah, nah. What if I want to get features? Nah. I can't have a rap cypher. Nah, nah, nah. Mine's a rap cypher. Nah. What 60 future, minutes. What if the feature better than you? Huh? <laughs> 60 minutes. It's still my song. <laughs> Nah, no features, man. No, no features. 
Yo. Screen, you better write your own lyrics too, man. Oh, come on now. I'm <laughs> nah, if, I'm gonna shazam the song, yo. So if your song don't pop up when I'm <laughs> you doing your lyrics, bro, we know. Alright. You heard it here first. Corey's leading the rap off for Pass the Hawks. Followed by Mike, and I'm chilling. Nah, you're not chilling, man. Won't no, I'm I'm here too. But you know, Corey, you said you're gonna win that week easy. We are we wanna remember that. You're gonna win the week easy. Mike said he has a couple of producers out in Philly, ready to go. Um, and I'm I'm vibing in CT, so we're just going to make it work. And then we're going to have... Steven said he about to get a feature and only do like two about two balls. That's not what I... <laughs> no, he's going to do the hook and he'll be chilling. <laughs> Ty, that's Ty Dallasign, right. though. I can't do that. Ty Dallasign also put out a whole project, too. Did we like the project? I, see, see, you asking the questions that I didn't ask. Did you? Did you like it? I didn't like Anybody it. like Ty Dallasign's project? You know that nobody behind us has some Ty Dolla Sign project. Screaming. Yo, shout out the live studio audience that, that is there today. Facts. <laughs> Air horn for the live studio audience. We love to see it. Corey said thank you. There we go. <laughs> How you been, bro? You out here grinding, working, making multiple streams of income, Corey? Yeah, you got, excuse me, he got like three jobs. Facts, Corey. You should honestly send me uh, money for my phone. My cousin did today. I told her, God bless. She she risen in the cousin rankings. She's top three now. Steven, I, I didn't even get a phone, so I'm, I'm going to send you money for your phone. I know I you could buy a phone, bro. That's the thing. Um, I'm broke now. Who's capping? But I'm good. Uh, working a lot. I've been working a lot these past two weeks. Uh, luckily, my schedule slows down um, next week. And then, you know, the week after is Thanksgiving, so I get some some time off uh, that week. So everything everything has been good. I think, again, you know, as things get colder and start to move inside, you know, it's a, it gets a little bit harder because I think the, the moments that we had to go outside to just relax, to, to, you know, get into a new space, having worked from home, mm-hmm. you know, been at home all day, you, you don't really have that anymore. And so I'm a little worried to see what that looks like. So I'm trying to find other outlets again. You know, like I said, I'm getting back in the studio and the studio doesn't have to necessarily be a physical studio, but even if it's in my room, um, you know, somewhere that I get that outlet. Yeah. Um, I think, I mm-hmm. think that that's so important because I don't really have that right now. And that's sort of probably why I have the second job, right? The second job is be, is my outlet. It lets me get out. Mm. The house. But you know, once all that, you know, comes to an end, what, what's going to be the outlet. So I'm, I'm trying to prepare for that yeah. and, and hopefully I'll have something prepared, you know, God forbid, you know, we have to go back into, to a lockdown to control, control the virus a little bit more. Mm. That's, that makes sense. Yeah, I keep yourself how busy. How y'all doing, though? I mean, I've just been uh, tired. Like I say, every week, but every week is true, <laughs> and it gets more true as every passing week comes by. Um, just a lot going on, just trying to balance everything. Yeah, um, case is getting out of control. Um, my roommate made a good point recently. He said, might as well make sure you go hit the wholesale stores, stock up. Yeah. Because you know, that lockdown is coming, get your cuts, and get, you know, get, get whatever you need to get. First thing <laughs> you're going to see go is toilet paper for some reason. As always, um, but yeah. So as that's happening outside our houses, I'm just I've been, I don't know, trying to focus on uh, making sure I come on the other side of this pandemic with prospects and like, you know, just something that I can look forward to build off of. Um, because I don't think people know how damaging this pandemic is going to be like, economically. I mean, we've been. And I think people know. That's why they always crying about leaving the world open. Ah, yeah. I mean, we've been barely uh, floating, but leaving it open doesn't make sense because people still cause people keep dying. Well, yeah. And, um, it's really counter counterintuitive and counterproductive at the same time. Um, but either way, it's going to be horrible. Like it's definitely going to be another recession coming. Mm-hmm. I, at least I'm predicting. I don't, no one said this, but I like the way it's looking right now. Or like our whole country is a red spot, high spot, uncontrollable everywhere. There's nowhere you can really just go out and chill. Nah, I just never. I'll never forget summer 2020, especially in CT. We was green for like a month, and everybody was like, "Cool." You know how many house parties dudes had? Yeah, cookouts, cookouts, bangers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah blame now. blame deserves to be <laughs> placed on people, um, because you know we never stop being that way uh, and living that life. So it's hard not to know someone who's been affected by it, mm-hmm. and like so, so like I'm right now I'm just managing thinking about all this type of stuff. I'm um, like Corey too, trying to get back to like you know just healthy outlets and like uh, yeah, like creative expression. I, I mean, for people who know me, I, I, they know I do that stuff all the time anyway. But yeah, you know, just trying to get more more of a habit, I guess. You know, I feel that. 
It's funny because it's like the weather's getting colder, right? And it's just like you see, you feel like the you know like when it's pre Thanksgiving, but it's not Thanksgiving yet. So the mood's kind of like this. I think this is called like the lowest point. Mm-hmm. Everybody's at when it's kind of like damn, I'm just waiting for Thanksgiving. I don't know if everybody's still having a Thanksgiving. To be honest, no, never, no. I, haven't, I haven't heard dudes talk about Thanksgiving in a minute. No, I don't think most people are. So. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't expect my family. Honestly, my family, <laughs> my family's been slumped on Thanksgiving like the last year and a half. Year and a half don't make sense, but I'm going to tell y'all a year and a half. Um, so it's just kind of like, dang, everybody usually kind of like, you know, grinds out until you get to this quote-unquote holiday season where you got Thanksgiving, wait a couple more weeks, and you get Christmas, and you get New Year's right back to back, and, you know, kind of lift the spirit. But I guess we're going to see. I'm chilling, though. I kind of like how the weather's kind of drift into this calm 50, 40, 30. Um, all the more reason for me to stay inside. And it's not hot out. I was tired of the heat, man. Y'all know me. So. But then the heat on your apartment, that bill going up. You know, oh, you know every no, source. What? You, you know every source. I had to ask for my, um, to send me the specifics of my bill the other day because the numbers was adding up. They didn't give you specific. No. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> because uh, the complex handle, handles everybody. So we paid through the complex. Uh, oh, they pay for your electricity. Wait. No, no, that no. That no, make we, sense. No, no, We pay for it. But they pay the mass. It's a mass bill. Like the whole mm-hmm. everybody's thing is on, I guess, their thing. So they charge everybody what's on that bill. But they don't show it to you, which is stupid. So when I got mine, I was like, yo, can y'all send me the, the bill for this? Because ours look kind of high. I didn't like the number I was seeing. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I struck with everything that was yours, you know, yours in red. And I'm staring at it. I'm, I'm doing the math in my um, a piece of paper. Yo, I'm like, you know, carry to zero. Uh-huh. Let's go. Let's go. And... No, I was right. I got to drop the AC. <laughs> <laughs> I say, and half of it's not even like your or the complex fault, but they be really be taxing on the oh, delivery fees. So like, I can delivery imagine, fee, bro. Yeah. That was like at least thirty percent, forty percent of the thing. If they're doing it on based off like the whole complex, as they they make it the fortune off you. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was tax. Oh, we get billed. We, we get billed individually here. What, when they sent to me, though, I saw everybody's bill from the complex though, because they didn't separate it. It's not. It's like your name's not on it. It just shows your um, building number. Yeah, I might as well be like Corey moved back home, bro. Hey, <laughs> it's not the weave no more. It, look, it ain't it ain't all this cracked up. To me, <laughs> nah, Corey, you getting free meals, bro? I see you. No, I'm not. I'm hungry, man. I'll be over Corey, here. Corey's saying, yo, he said he's hungry. Say that louder so your mom can hear. Don't lie to her. Nah, chill. Oh man, nah, Corey don't want that smoke. Didn't you? No, he he said he cooked for his mom the other time. Or when you made the um, yeah, I made this, this the broil. The shrimp boil. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. I barely be cooking here because it'd be too much judgment. They'd be mm. like, "Yo, uh, why you got the why you got the eye on the uh, fire on so high, bro? <laughs> I want I want to make a crust. Why you want to make a crust? It's burning. No, it's not. <laughs> like, yo. Yeah, no. Mom's in the kitchen always in the comment, no matter what you're doing. And you better like cook. Now, mm-hmm. Nowadays, there's like new things, and they don't want to try nothing new. So I'd be oh, like, oh, yeah. I I mean, you. I just be showing, like, oh, look what this can do. My man, my mom always gets new things. So she love air fryers, juicers, all that yeah, type of stuff. Yeah, what? My mom. I caught my mom. She bought an air fryer, but she didn't buy a good one, so I had to buy her a new one. See how that works. Some of them don't. If I feel like uh, the smaller basket ones aren't that. Th- good. That's what she bought. Yeah, and then my she, mom did too. <laughs> They're not that good. And then she like she bought it, and then I saw her cooking. She only cooked like two drums at the time. So I'm like, mom, what is this? <laughs> Two drumsticks, that's it? Yeah, that's how small it is. And I was like, what's going on? She's like, yeah, you need to buy me a new one. I'm like, why did you buy this one in the first place? Like, you should have just said you wanted an air fryer. We would have just got the one, because now she has a five-quart, yeah. Not even the five-quart. She has the one that's like um Dual? a toaster oven, the big one. Oh. She has like that one. Wait, but it has like two uh, baskets? Not even a basket. So it's a, it's multi. It has it uh, works as a toast server uh, and as an air fry set. Yeah, y'all love your mom, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's not you. I got mine on sale. It was still like so, you know, north of like seventy. Yeah, <laughs> mine was about about that time. You know, man, yeah, 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 yeah. You got on sale. So, um, yeah. So we ended up getting that, but I just took the old air fryer from her. But I already tried it once. Maybe I don't know. I gotta I gotta try it again. I haven't tried it since because I didn't like how it came out the first time I did it. Look, if you don't want if you don't want your air fryer, I'll take it. Of course, Corey, you got mad air fryers in your house, bro. I don't have any air fryers. <laughs> you, you trying to stock up on air fryers like dudes are stocking up on PS5s this weekend? Yeah. Yo, y'all are still upset. Yo, I'm not upset. I mean, I was just trying a, to help my, my, my cousin out. That was it. I mean, I think they. I mean, I think they're just doing it for like Black Friday purposes, and then they're just gonna like let it all out then, as usual. As, yeah. As every system comes out. Look, Stephen and Mike, we was on the on the phone on Thursday, and these dudes had two screens apiece. Stephen literally left our call to go. I had to. Y- to y'all was wasting bandwidth. <laughs> like, I was like, I can't use the FaceTime bandwidth and be on Walmart's website at the same time. One's got to give. 
one of Mike's pages went blank. The other one kept yeah. loading. I was showing Corey, like, live what was happening. <laughs> like, just this thing, like, I was lying about. I was sitting there, like, refreshing, refresh. Soon to come, Walmart page crashed five times. Oh, we out of stock. <laughs> I still in my car saying that. I look at it and discuss. I just closed the tab today. It was like, oh, yeah, we're going to fix a problem for the next drop. Never fix a problem. Never and then now they're just chilling. You know what? You know what's funny? I don't know if you peeped this. Um, we we getting way off track, but um, the first two drops, you can Google Walmart PS5 Digital, and the link will be the first one on mm-hmm. the page search. At the 6 p.m. drop, they got rid of it. So you have to have to go to the website and then search PS5, right? No, that's not that's not as bad as Amazon. You search on PS5, they show you the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Amazon. I was just like, we don't got that. Don't stop asking us. No, so yeah, and it's, it's not. I did it like five minutes before I think the three p.m. drop. And honestly, I should. If my cousin had told me earlier, low key, I would have had a better setup because it wasn't until like six p.m. I was like, why am I on Wi-Fi doing this? I need to plug in like an Ethernet cable, and I gotta close some tabs. I gotta do this, but I mean, y'all saw it. The nine p.m. one Steve, and Stephen's laptop crashed. Yeah. This dude got like the most technologically advanced system. <laughs> I've ever seen. You, you know why? This joint crashed. Cause I I closed my internet tabs, but I still had some code programs open, and I was doing way too much on my computer. So after Walmart failed me and set, kept pinging the site, and it was a dub, I should just crash, bro. And I hate when that happens, bro, because then everything I didn't have saved closes. So moral of the story is next time pre order, if you really want, if you really want something, uh, yeah, at the time. No, no next. I didn't. I don't remember the pre orders. Don't play video games. Nah, I don't see all that. Yeah, but that's, that's a lot going stretch. on, Corey. Corey, Corey's been hiding from playing Civ for about three months now, but we got Bro, it. I was chilling on launch day. I was like, oh, it's launch day? That's crazy. No, no, what needs to happen, Mike, is we need to have a plan a month ahead, which requ- requires us to build bots ahead of time. Because the thing is, like, sites like Walmart, they're not built like the sneaker site to counteract bots. Like, we built a bot for that for PS5, we probably would have got it. They did get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, yeah. you know, you, they don't have any security measures to implement past that. They have, like, one or two they didn't even have captures. The, they didn't even have that in Walmart. I, 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 the 9 p.m. one gave me a capture. Oh, okay. It was like the but, first three didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even it, then, what does that even, mean? Yeah, it's not doing nothing. So, like, if dudes had built a bot, put all the information ahead of time, just click go, man, you would have seen me on eBay reselling my 1200 The only website I saw do it well was uh, Telfar. When they dropped their bags. Oh, yeah. Telfer did really well. But Telfer is serious. They want everybody to have one. Yeah, and they really was locking people out. Close the, webs- close the whole website down. Say, nah, we're, mm-hmm. not, we're not having people rush it. So that's how you ought to do it. But, you know, when you're in a capitalistic society, you know, you, you want people scavenging. That way you can keep providing. Strangely. I mean, everybody's going to get one. So just give it out. And you're not going to raise the baseline price. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Like, demand's not going to change how people. I mean, you already had the demand coming out. When the project, when the product was already coming out, it's not going to change on Black Friday. People, more people are going to get it. I mean, it's not even just that. Like the demand know. for consoles doesn't change every year unless it's like four years removed. Like every year, people buy new systems. I don't know. What do you think, Corey? Man, you're the finance man. It's like, not making sense to me. But I don't got an economic brain. But I don't. <laughs> but I don't understand the the changes enough in the in the systems. I think we were talking mm-hmm. about that yesterday. Like from PS4 to PS5, mm-hmm. yeah. right? I don't understand. I don't know like the specifications enough to see it. Like, does it warrant this? Yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's pretty much like a big computer now. Yeah, yeah. Now, and now it's really like if you had like a gaming computer inside a console, more or less. Like it's yeah. maybe like it's one very, tier below, yeah. but like it's basically right there. So, um, cause, so like technically, like between like a like a, a nice built like you know a thousand dollar PC mm-hmm. and uh, like a, the new Xbox, like they're like PS Five, they're all like kind of interchangeable, roughly in the sense of like their specs are pretty much the same, and yeah. like you know they have just, they're just very all advanced in terms of gaming. But the, I think the thing is, is like when you buy those new systems, you got to make sure you have everything else required to make it the full experience, right? You can't buy a PS5. You're playing on a 720p TV. <laughs> you can. Nah, you can't. No, yes, you can. No, no, you can't. <laughs> like, don't, 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 don't try to play people that got. Nah, because. Everybody can afford the big, you know, 50, 50 inches and stuff like that. The, the one of the biggest things for the new system, though, is, you know, they keep pr- pushing graphics for yeah, the yeah. new system. Yeah. So at, at some point in time, your TV got to be able to display the graphics you're paying for. You know what I'm saying? Get your money's worth. You know, Black Friday right there, Cyber Monday coming you know, up. Listen, and there's gonna be TVs on sale, but it's like I know dudes be buying like the 4K um, Amazon Fire Stick, but the TV is 720, bro. Like you're, you can't get 4K just because your Fire Stick says 4K, bro. Like your TV <laughs> needs to be 4K. Um, and so I guess I mean we'll see. Um, Yo, get whatever TV you want, man. Don't listen to Steve. Yeah, I was say. Like, oh, now, now, look at me. Looking at this. The P, the P5 already, already like 500, 400 right there. You, you can get a a, a, a calm HD TV, 1080, 
um, for at least like just a calm hundred at this point. Yeah, it's coming more. Brand, it's coming more. What, what size TV they gonna get a nineteen in? Nah, no, nineteen. It's probably gonna be thirty two. About to say thirty two. <laughs> thirty. And if you, you do one fifty, one sixty, you could probably get a forty two. To be honest, yeah. TVs aren't. They're TVs. not expensive. I, th- I heard they were like one of the, like those technologies that over time they got more advanced and then mm-hmm. started costing less. Like yeah, one of the very baseline. few. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it, because it's easier to just buy a new TV than repair it. Exactly, TVs yeah, used to be honestly. so much because you used to have the TV for twenty years. Now, like if you <laughs> if you got one pixel that don't work in the in the top corner, you toss you the whole thing. Yeah, I'd be damn if I toss my <laughs> one little blue pixel. Yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna bother you. You're gonna stare at it every time you watch it. Something <laughs> one fried pixel. You got to throw it. You bring the geek squad to say, "Oh, we have to replace the whole TV. It's not worth it." Because it, it don't make sense. Like literally, an hour worth of labor at Geek Squad probably costs seventy five dollars, and you were that's literally half of a TV. Yeah, my thing is though, like I, I don't know if maybe because we were younger, I don't remember remember there being that many TV brands. Like I don't remember more than like Sharp. What else? Uh, did Sony make TVs? I don't think Sony made TVs. Sony made TVs. They at did, one right? Point, I believe. Yeah, very yeah short but I don't time. think I don't think they're still in that. No, I don't think I'm thinking like back then versus now, like. Now I see like Scepter, Westinghouse, no. like you know. Well, I mean, we, we not the same like brands. Mitsubishi used to make TVs. I feel like yeah, um, like a lot, a lot of those brands like you had like a electronic section on some Radio Shack type. I shit. mean, if you're not Samsung, I'm not really buying. But that's what the, I mean. <laughs> Samsung, they their TVs fire. I have one now. Y- y'all converted me. Yeah, that's a good. They're they're really good TVs. Great, great I mean, TV. Some people just run that business. Yeah, all the apps on it. As soon as you turn on your so, console, switches it automatically. Yeah, Apple said you can't have the market, but hey, you take TVs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen, Apple, Apple, one of the biggest companies, and they're they're still driving on phones. That's their biggest market, monopoly. No, their laptops are pretty good. No, no, the laptops are good, but I'm saying they compete. They, you know, oh, no. yeah, they, they, yeah, they're bread and butter, of course, of course, without a doubt. Thanks to Steve Jobs, right? R.I.P. Rest in peace, I guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, I was over here uh, ranting. I don't know where, where are we where are we going. Nah, this is, a, a, rant. This is a this is a you know conversation it's a about it's yeah. A little, it's a tangent. modern economics. It's a, it's a conversation. <laughs> it's a kind you know pun intended, but it's a conversation episode. We're just you know kind of catching up and just giving like you know our current thoughts on things. Yeah. Oh, so I got I got one piece of feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you I told these dudes a little bit before we started the pod, but supposedly. Uh, Steven is my son on the podcast. Oh, and that's a little disrespectful. On, a little disrespectful. I'll be like, Steve. So I said, what does that mean? I said, please <laughs> give me an example. And my friend said, oh, every time Steven says something crazy, he'd be like, what are you talking about, Steven? I'm like, I guess. Like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even remember this happening. So today I'm going to be careful not to, to son Steven? Treat, treat Steven like a son. That's crazy. Thank you. I, mean, I, said, I, I, I feel I, like I said, do I treat Mike like a son? And they said no. Oh, Mike, you're a grown man, I guess. I feel like people, <laughs> I, feel, I don't know why people, well, from what I'm hearing from reviews, and I'm not to generalize, but I always feel like, you know, people characterize us as having these very power, <laughs> you know. <laughs> power struggles? Yeah, like, you know, I'm in, <laughs> Yo. unbalanced, like, these unbalanced relationships between each other, but we're all just like, you know, trying the to The conversation curse. started with you and Steven's relationship is interesting. I said, what is that? I said, what does that mean? I'm, I'm, I'm going to put the outro music. This is the five. <laughs> I said, what does that mean? And that's when they were like, yo, Steven's your son. I was like, all right, cool. Listen, Corey, man. Keep keep getting the reviews. Let, let them listen to this podcast and see if their opinions change. Trying to do like a good. feedback episode or something at some point. Feed, like the IG Live? Feedback IG Live episode? That yeah. sounds like no, it would be a red table talk. It would be red table talk. Red table talk after dinner. Yeah, people just call, call, call in and say what they Light think. Light table talk because we don't have red. <laughs> black. That's it. You get a uh, trademark. In. <laughs> <laughs> we got a trademark. That's a fact. Black table talk. You said, Corey, what? People aren't calling in. We tried that last time. They scared. No, no. We're going to tell them ahead of time. We're going to advertise it so people can um, call in. We're going to plant some people in. We're going to do the whole thing. Are you going to plant people? So you just, okay. I said plan to have people. Oh, I did sound like plan to Oh, no. Plan to have people. You know, yeah, we, people we, call in, say what they think. Exactly, they'll sign up for a, f- a, a five minute um time slot, maybe ten. We'll say seven, right? And then we'll, we'll jump from there. It would do like five or six. That's valid. I'm around. You're, you're around. There we go. So you're gonna you're gonna find you're gonna promote. Oh, absolutely. Ah, there we go. We got court to promote. 
Get that round of applause. We'll hit that right real quick. There we go. Why wouldn't I promote? Now, we was just talking earlier in the pod. You said you're not trying to promote nothing. <laughs> uh, un- what did he say? What was the phrase? I just forgot it. Uh, under-deliver, over-perform? Oh, yeah, under-promise. Under-promise. <laughs> Look, I was talking about my, my own individual endeavors. This is for the pod. For the heard it, heard it, pod, heard it. So I'm definitely promoting this. Sounds good. So I guess our uh, anonymous reviewers, you know, they always give us the feedback. Yeah. We believe in confidentiality. Please Dude, better not hop on opinion. IG Live with bur- burner accounts either, bro. I want to see. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so I'm not making no bots. I don't know how to make no bots. No, I'm saying in general, I want dudes to sign up for their five-minute segment with, with a, a burner with a burner account. Oh, and yeah, they, yeah, And yeah, they have yeah. a black silhouette with a with a voice scrabble, scrabbler talking about hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not trying to see that. So. But let's but Steven, you had something for cocktail hour. Yeah, right? I about to say let's switch gears real quick. It just it kind of pains me, you know, because we having a we just ha ha kikiing over here. But um, right. cocktail hour today um it's about the young boy from Louisiana that was found dead, basically uh suspicious su- suspicious of lynched um in Louisiana. Now uh, they be comparing the images of him essentially to um Emmett Till, and it was said. That um the family reported him missing. I think was it November or October thirtieth. Um, people try to say like he went to go hang out with a friend, but the family was saying no. Somebody came and took their boy, and they went to the authorities. The authorities dismissed him, said you know he's can't help you this, that, and the third. And then they later found him basically in a field, um, uh, with his face all mashed up, burn marks, teeth missing, like half unrecognizable essentially. Um, so there's been a lot of talk about that, not only in Louisiana but like all over the nation. Uh, really because, you know, this this is, you know, a recurrent event for especially, you know, um, for kids, you know, being kidnapped from their homes, taken from their homes, gone missing. And, you know, some of these results, you know, you find a kid dead missing uh, in a lake in a field or something. And no one seems to know how this happened. Um, but I wanted to get some of y'all thoughts on it, you know, because with everything else going on, it doesn't really help, I guess, the mood of the times, I guess, but. I mean, I think I think moments like this just always put things in perspective for me. Um, yeah, the young uh, man was, or young boy rather, was 15 years old. Yeah. Um, and so, like stuff like that. Quan Charles. Quan Charles. I forgot yep, to say his it, name. Um, it puts things in perspective. You know, I'm you. I'm over here upset. Like, oh, I'm a little. I'm a little tired, right? Or mm-hmm. something didn't go well today, or you know. Um, you know, my card, you know, the check engine light came on, whatever, but like this stuff put things in perspective, Mm -hmm. right? You know, that stuff you brush off, but, but this, you know, my nephew turns 14 tomorrow, right? So I can't, I can't imagine, you know, stuff like this happening, um, in his life. So, you know, certainly prayers out to that family, but I think, you know, my mother and I were talking last night, she hadn't heard about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. It's not it's not on mainstream news media. It's not on, on news outlets. No. And, it's been and, on social she, media, but not on news Exactly. Outlets. And she watches the news all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for her not to know about something that, you know, can be compared to to Emmett Till, which, you know, is arguably, you know, a very brutal, brutal beating, um, is it, crazy. So I think that that's scary to know that it's not in the mainstream news media, but it's scary to think that you know, this, this, it still happens. Right. I mm-hmm. think, you know, to the people in Louisiana, you know, this might be, you know, more normal. And I think that's scary too. So, you know, it's hard, it's hard to listen to. It's hard to watch. It's hard to hear about. Yeah. I think, well, go ahead, Mike. I want to mm-hmm. jump in. Before. Oh, you know, um, yeah. I mean, I agree with everything Corey said. Um, I think that for one thing um, on like another side of it is that um, horrible situation. I think I saw the, image on, on, on Twitter mm-hmm. um, in the comparisons. And I just, for one thing, I think I'm very much tired of seeing uh, Black Death just be broadcasted like that. I don't think there's no need to see the image. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not doing anything. It's not a purpose. Looks like that. Looks like the image was taken at a like a, a coroner's office yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not like the family. Yeah, you know, approved of it. Or anything yeah, like as far that. as I know, as far mm-hmm. as I know, you know. Um, so that's just one thing. It's just so easy for people to just. I mean, in every situation, you just see videos, pictures, bodies on the ground. It's just so normalized. Um, just in like in this United States in general, that you're just seeing like like look like we're talking about a 15 year old boy, you know, from mm-hmm. boys to grown men and women, you know, just seeing them just be in those like constant states of like either death or 
or harm or injury. It's just it's horrible, and like it's not it's just not something we should keep doing. I think yeah. that we have to like stop that at some point. We it should not be something that we keep always. That's that's not it shouldn't be or always be something we go to to motivate us. Mm-hmm. Um, the justice is enough. You know, we can trust like the families and and the, and the victims. Um, you know, the stories of what happened enough. Mm-hmm. I understand, but you know, I like the whole comparison thing. Like it's it's just not necessary. To yeah, say. like you know, I think we all get it. Like you mm-hmm. know, um, secondly, like you know, and this the way. The United States is charged political climate. You know how pretty much a how I say it, one side is pretty much advocating for white nationalism. <laughs> Honestly, there's no other way That's to put it. Enough, literally at this point, um, and you know they're even on the whole party, the whole party over there itself is having identity issues. But either way, that's what they're advocating for. At least the last president advocated for. And so when they're gonna take out their frustrations and their rage because you know they did just lose the election, they're gonna start. They're gonna do what they always do. Which is violence, you know. It's the yeah. only thing they have, um, and so they're gonna or just, intimidation factor. Yes, well. yeah, yeah. So all, all, the, all, them, all, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally. Yeah. And they, I think they would have did election day if they wasn't so strict. About oh yeah, it, you know? definitely. Yeah. I think some tried too, and so it's going to keep increasing. So I, this is a time more than more than ever, um, especially with on top of the pandemic. But you really shouldn't, you know, mind where you're going at night, especially if you live in some of these places where you, you know it's more rural and things of that nature. Um, and like you know, even don't, don't get me wrong. Even if you're urban up north too, all it happens everywhere. Yeah, um, you, know. you know, I'm just saying like you know, if there's more times ever to stay home if you're black, please stay home. <laughs> like you know, if there's more, if there's ever a time to just you know be reflective, try to stay stay with your people, make sure y'all good, make sure you can just like kind of stay grounded through everything that's going on right now. This is the time to really do it. I don't think that this there's a time to just think that you know i feel like you know we kind of live day to day not accusing anybody you know just generally like i feel like as, as i see people go through life we live especially as, like you know being younger black we live day to day we do see i think death is like i said this before too like death is such a like earlier understood concept to us yeah. like when we're younger i don't think like you know other cultures see that in us because you if you're grew up in the, i grew up in the hood so if you see hearing gunshots and you see yeah. like mom telling you you can't go outside after dark you know you know you find in school mm-hmm. like you know these are things that are normal to you like yeah. you know it's or not you're not stupid like kids aren't stupid yeah. Yeah. You know, if they don't, it's either, I heard this when I was younger too, it's um, kids are either blind or deaf, but they're never both at the same time, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and so, you know, that's something that, but still, even as we're growing up through that, you know, it's, it still hurts to see, like Corey said, like you're all saying, like, you know, still hurts to see and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, I, you know, we have to switch as a, as a whole people and culture to being more like how we used to. Um, it's very, it's a very like easy thing to say, of course, don't get me wrong, I'm not, Take everything with a grain of salt, but I think we have to switch to being not even not how we're used to, but just being more community minded, yeah, um, and being like you know, if anything, we have to like you know defend ourselves and like protect ourselves, um, and make sure we're good. Um, it's one thing to we can we can fight in a personal system and still really take care of ourselves at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. that's why we have more than one person doing it. You know, that's why we depend on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just my biggest takeaway. Also, of course, it's a well horrible incident and things of that nature, but. You know, I, I I don't want this to be to keep. I don't want us to keep having this conversation. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. You know, I don't want this to always be like you know the the, re, the reemerging co- um conversation. Yeah, cause it, it drains it drains every, it drains every mm-hmm. black person that sees it, hurts it. You know. Yeah, and I I agree with you to that point. Um, I think you know we are at a point where I don't think we need to keep showing examples of this in our current lifestyle for people to recognize recognize this problem. I think you know the history of it speaks for itself. Um, so to some degree, we need to be actually active in trying to prevent that from happening. I think, um, like you just said, like, you know, being more community oriented, which I think is hard in some places, of unfortunately. Course. It is, it is. Um, to Never seems easy. Yeah, yeah but, exactly. Um, I think it just, it just pains me. Um, I always, you know, even think about, you know, how, how do these things even happen? It's, you know, as simple as, you know, you think you, your child is going to go out to go play with somebody or maybe they left the house to go hang out with your friends. Because, you know, we all did that growing up. You know, if you're usually just say, hey, mom, I'm going outside or, you know. If your mom's not home, you just home alone with your, your siblings. You know, you you leave the house and you know leave a note, call, or say something, um, and you think nothing of it. But you know, a lot of these cases, you know, you know, kids leave the house and they just don't come home, and parents find out what happened to them, you know, through the police, through somebody files a report or something. And I think it's just it hurt, it's painful. It's real painful to see. Uh, and I I always think about you know what. I guess always from I guess from a local perspective, like what can people do in their community to make this um, something that's preventable? Um, but it's it's really tragic to see. Um, so you know, prayers to him, Quan Charles. Um, rest in peace. Mm. 
but yeah, so um, prayers certainly go out go out mm-hmm. to that family. Um, who it's always it's always hard to sort of do these. Do yeah, these it just you know your yeah, heart gets real heavy. You know, yeah. I always you know because you know that's somebody's family, man. That's why I, you know always gotta you know we're humans. You gotta attach that to the things that are going yeah, on. Yeah, and I think I think the more we hear this as we get older, I think the the realer like I think we always you know sort of talk about, oh, you know, I hope we don't have to have these conversations with our kids, right? Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, as, as it continues to happen, as we get older, as we get closer to that stage in our life where, you know, kids are a thought, like, yo, it's it's not changing, right? And I yeah. think, you know, you, you always hope, like, oh, I don't gotta, I don't gotta have that, right? That's the the goal of, you know, a parent. Every generation is supposed to get better. But exactly. But it seems to be so, so cyclical, so. All right, man. Let's switch gears. <laughs> Exactly. That's the hard part. Switch gears, man. Switch gears. We've had like six different conversations in the last 30 minutes. It's after dinner conversations we had. Listen, man. It's the flow. It's the flow. Uh, We're going to talk today about some pet peeves, man. Things that bother us, things that kind of get up our nerves, rational or irrational, right? Um, I think it's funny because um, everybody kind of has that niche where it's like, you know, you you always always like a disclaimer like you know I know this doesn't make sense but this bothers me it's just kind of like an intuition thing or something happened when you growing up and I realized that you know <laughs> I think everyone makes sense to them and then when you start telling people they're like why does that bother you you're like well I have no idea but or sometimes it's like very basic things like when the dudes don't merge um, signal when they're merging mm-hmm. and just start sliding over next to your car trying to end you <laughs> nah that's 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 definitely a top ten Corey. Uh, cause I, I think, I think people, other people's driving has, has irritated me significantly over the last year. Um, so like, it's like bad. Like I think I suck my teeth the entire time driving easily. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I'm as phased, you know, too much by, by too, too many things. I think I'm more of a person that like my pet peeve it's like when things don't go as planned, right? Not in terms of like, oh, I'll be five minutes late or I'll be 10 minutes late. But like I had like a weekend plan and like everything just goes like array because one thing just messes up. Um, so I think me being a planner, somebody's like, yo, I'm canceling. I'm canceling this. Or, you know, I thought I was going to be home at 10 and I rode with somebody and I'm not home till two. Yeah. Right. Like little like stuff like that. I'm like, yo. I'm supposed to be asleep three hours ago and you still over here chatting. Like, and I don't got no other way home. Screaming, like, screaming, screaming. <laughs> that's where, that's where I get it from. I think like when that plan is messed up, it's like, yo, you said you would be here at seven 30. I'm dressed and it's nine 30. I'm dressed and it's nine 30. Yeah. Uh, pet peeves. Yeah. Let's start off number one. Number one. Something that irks your nerve. Lying. Back, yeah, this is lying. Yeah, it's lying. I say number one, but actually, I would put lying like one B because number one is really bad communication. I can't hate that. Mm. I can't like not people not saying how they feel. People like ghosting, blah blah blah, stuff like that. I can't, I can't, I can't deal with it. I'm like, yeah. I think that we're grown adults, and like you know, like if you have some issue, you can just say it. Like I'm not, you know, well y'all know me. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm never going to be like, oh, well, well, you know, sorry, it. being angry, <laughs> you know, you know, reacting all crazy. I'm not, I don't think, I, I never think I'm a hard person to work with or just be, converse with. I'm very open to like how, how other people see things. Um, that's number one. Though. I just can't, I, I can't just take people who can't communicate. Uh, I know other people come to it in different terms, but you know, at yeah. some point you have to work on that. Like, you know, there's no way you're going to get through life not, not being able to like convey, yeah. yeah, just convey how you feel and stuff like that. If you just hide in, you're just going to move on your own, make decisions in your head and then go move forward like that. Just, I'm not even like speaking to nobody at all. I'm just saying like generally, like, you know, that stuff just doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to me. Um, and then lying too. Cause like, you can't just be honest, bro. I'm not going to like, you know, I'm yeah. not, like what's going to happen? Like, I know. I think you know people generally lie because to, to try to control other people see reality and like mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, f- I forgot who said it. I forgot who said it. But someone said that um, we only lie because the truth is too powerful. Um, you know, like you know the truth is too is too, it's too powerful. Powerful. Or powerful. Or powerful. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, they like you know. Yeah. It's like a kid lying. Oh, it was I rock him. Um, because um. It's like, you know, if you're a kid and you know that if you tell your, your parents that you did something wrong, you know what will come. Like, yeah. you know, the, the expectation, the, yeah, like the, the truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know like, it, what's going to happen after it. Um, so that was, those are definitely my top two pet peeves. But smaller things, um, I hate, like, 
trivial conversation, like regular how's the weather <laughs> conversation. Small talk, the small yeah, talk. Honestly, that's just like like wire into my personality. Like if I, if we're not talking about something important, it's, we don't have to talk. That's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, okay. I can't dig small talk. I don't know. It's just, it's just not, it don't be. It never hits. It never. No matter what you're talking about, because you no one cares about what you're talking about. So why are we talking? <laughs> you know, all that happens in a place where you don't know somebody. Nine times, not if you don't know somebody, but it's like you yeah, don't really have a strong I, I connection. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Cool, that's, that's no problem. But I'm not expecting that to be more than like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> three yeah, minutes tops. Yeah. You know, like what, what are we talking about? Do small talk you all the way to the door. Start walking with you. Next thing you know, yeah. small talk turns into a small now, talk extended. I would say it's a great life skill. You know, disclaimer. Uh, it's course. a great life skill it's to a, be. It's, it's a necessary work skill. Yeah, yeah. It's a great life skill to be personable and like being able to speak with different groups of people from different backgrounds or different individuals stuff like that. That I'm not saying is bad. You know, be able to chat. I can do that all day. You know, just meet new people. Da, da, da. But you know, if we're not, if I'm just sitting there and just come up to me like, "Oh, what's going on?" No, I'm not. Like, man, nothing's going on. Let me. Alone. Hey, Mike. Mike. <laughs> Yo, Mike. Why don't you want like let people ask you some questions, man? Don't mundane questions about what? About they might want to be like, "Yo, Mike, what's your favorite color?" They might want to oh buy you a God, gift or something. Bro, I don't got a favorite color. Don't buy me. Nothing. I don't got a favorite color. Look at dudes, man. <laughs> I don't got a favorite color. Let me buy you something. You know. Um. I think uh-huh. one of my pet peeves too is when uh, people aren't comfortable with silence. Mm-hmm. Ah, think, yes, that's top five. I think, so I think maybe similar to Mike, right? So I think a lot of people do the small talk because they're not comfortable with silence. Yeah, but you, that's right. very obvious in someone, though. Very mm-hmm. obvious. But that's only awkward yeah. if you make it awkward. Yeah. Awkwardness is not real. So, thing. like, literally, like, you know, those quote unquote awkward silences, I'm fine with. Like, I'll go, you know, check my phone, I'll, like, think about something else. People be like, so no, there's no so. Like, there's nothing that needs to fill this space. <coughs> no, like, let it rock things. out. And then, like, when there's something that you like, you want to say, you could say it, but don't yeah. so like, like drag it into the conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, Corey, I think that's actually funny because I find awkward silence to be one of the funniest things in the world because I can see like people's skin crawling with they, like, exactly. They yeah, get so they, uncomfortable. I don't want to say like I'm literally laughing at people's anxiety, but it's like. <laughs> I, no, because it's bad. It's, it's kind of bad to say that, but like it's really just like people not taking a second. Like, yo, let's let's take in this moment together. You know, we're not gonna sit here in silence the whole time, or it may, we might, maybe we might, but it's probably not gonna happen. Let's just let the natural conversation facilitate itself. Because you can tell when it's you know calm silence. Let's say it's ten or fifteen minutes, right? You know, everybody's just vibing on their phone, or like sometimes I just sit there and like I don't know, stare in the corner or something, right? Or I'm yeah. like half half slump, low key. Um, and the same person tries to start three conversation and it fails every time because everybody's like, yeah. And it's like, after that first one, you should have known it was a dub, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, and then people don't want to talk about what they really want to talk about. Oh, <laughs> you know? that's the number one thing. You just talk about that if you don't want to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if and if I don't have an awkward silence, I don't have time to really facilitate a question, right? And so, like, usually, <laughs> like, so when I'm starting conversations, I'm asking, like, a question that I want to know the answer to that I'm mm-hmm. hoping leads to a conversation. Yeah. But if, like, if I'm just, like, if I just keep going, then most of the time I'm just going off like a very surface level conversation. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I need an awkward silence to be like, Hmm, let me take what you just said and spin it and, and, and think about something to like, to further respond to questions. Like even, I do it on the podcast, right? I'll let you and Mike talk and I'll be silent. So I could be like, yo, I heard like what you said and what you said, this is what I think from a devil's advocate perspective. Like mm-hmm. here's another question to continue the conversation. But if I'm just over here trying to talk, then we don't get no questions. <laughs> so Gory said, "Dude's got to lay the foundation for him on the conversation, and then he gonna he gonna go from there." All right, Coach. Look, maybe that's why you be my son. So I don't know. Uh, uh, now, like this is a one-on-one conversation. Um, nah, it's funny. I feel like y'all gonna laugh because I was gonna say my number one pet peeve when people aren't being serious. But that's very oh, vague, gosh. right? Uh, I think. Even larger than that, I think when dudes are like, it's like peak laziness, right? Uh, like no motivation, no ambitious, no ambition. Like it's like you're you don't want to do anything. You're not really good at anything, and it's like you also, but you also the energy of those two things don't match the personality, right? So you kind of think you're the best, but you don't really do anything. Or like there's there's a level of your energy and your commitment that doesn't match what you're throwing out there, right? And it's this real. I guess, lack of consistency. I think that's the number one thing, right? And there's, you know, we all have moments of that because we're all human, but I think mm-hmm. if there's somebody who generally just isn't consistent, 
about what they want to do or trying to do. Like I can, it's almost like me seeing the hypocrisy in the person, right? And it's very blatant. It just it just rubs me the wrong way. And I think um, I've seen components of that either in just like people from that perspective of just being hypocrite, or or even to my perspective of just like lying. Like you know, you, you don't I don't we don't caught you in the lie three or four or five times now. You know, the first one whatever, like second one I guess, but it's like you know you tumbling down just lying. For what? Nah, you're not serious. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And when things don't just make sense to me, it's just kind of like, nah, we, I'm not rolling. Um, that's the, that's one. Mm-hmm. I think I was telling Corey before, uh, something like my little brother does. Uh, I think he stopped low-key, but I don't trust him that he stopped because I haven't really lived with him for a long time, like in a long duration of time in like a few like years, I guess since I went to the undergrad. But like when he's making breakfast, he likes to like, crack the eggs and then like leave them in the sink. And I never understood why he would do that because he could just bring the trash over and throw them away when he's done cracking them. And my he's, dad does the same thing he's too. You throw it away after you crack it. Exactly. Egg. It's but okay if the egg gets on your hand and just wash it off. <laughs> I ne- him and my dad do it, bro. And like when I see that, I refuse to wash the dishes because I'm like, you're, you're, there's trash in the sink, bro. That's not on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it bothers me, but it's just like, it just looks like something so simple of just grabbing the trash and throwing the eggshells out. And my brother and my dad love eggs. Like, one sitting is minimum four eggs low-key with them. Mm-hmm. Like, just even breakfast. So, it's like eight pieces of eggshells in the sink. I'm like, why? Nah. So. Yeah. You know what? I just and thought. A, and a, no, go ahead. Mike? Go ahead. No, I, I, mine's not uh, tagging on to Steven's point. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say uh, quickly, I think similar to that father-brother thing, one of the things that used to get me when I was younger is, like, always having somebody watch over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, like, my father used to be like, yo, Corey, you trying to cut the grass? I'll go cut the grass, right? Mm-hmm. But then he'll look at me. Like, watch you doing grass. it, right? Yeah. Like, yo, why are you doing it that way? I'm like, bro, do you want me to cut the grass or do you not want me to cut the grass? Or did you want to cut the grass? Exactly. I'm like, yo, you out, you out here anyway. I could go back in the house because I won't watch you. Now, that's top tier. My dad actually, he'll do that, and he'll come stand to make sure that the lines were straight. He's like, you got to move over to the right a little bit. You're not cutting off. There's not the same um, lines. I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> can I mow the lawn and go like go back to play ball? Or, like, did you want to mow the lawn and you just wanted me to start? I don't know which one it is. My my, my dad loves doing that. He, my mom, too. My mom actually loves to micromanage. They, 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 I, I see why they got married. They, my dad does that. As soon as you're outside the house working, it don't matter if you're gardening, cutting the lawn, you know, trimming things. He comes over and he's just, cut it, cut it a little bit more. And he won't cut nothing. It's exactly what it should have been. He's like, like that. I'm like, I did that. <laughs> yeah, no, my parents weren't like that. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to hear that. Because it'd be adding mad pressure. I'd be like, yo, I didn't come, I, this is supposed know. to be a stress relieving activity. Like me cutting the grass, being outside with nature, but you watching me is adding unnecessary. Anxiety. I don't know. But I don't know where the pressure is because like my parents is like, yeah. oh, go, go go make the race. And then they would not watch me at all. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know which one's more pressure. See, I, I, I think I, w- I would appreciate the, I mean, I would appreciate the, like, may, help me make the rice once. And then after that, all right, leave me alone. But like I would be, I would get the every time I make rice, even now as a twenty four year old, like yo, um, you got the water on too high. Like yeah, no, I, I know how to make rice. No, it'd be mad funny because my mom would be like, your brother too much put, put your brother put too much salt. Now I gotta watch you. I'm like, what does my brother putting too much salt have anything to do with my cooking process? <laughs> like oh man, what were you saying, Mike? You said so you just got you just freelancing like parents like, all right, Mike, you got it. No, I, no, I would, <laughs> definitely. Well, I would have watched them. I would watch them do it, and then you know they would just tell me to go do it. But sometimes, I, but I had like anxiety, so I'm like, dang, you know, I'm, uh, and like if you mess up the rice, they go when you party dinner, you know, right. you know, Jamaican cultures or Caribbean cultures in general. Um, a central, central piece. So you know, that rice burn at the bottom, you can smell it too. You can't even hide from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the hard part. But you know, you, you get hang of it after a while. It helps you like just figure things out, be adaptable yeah. um, to situations too. But I was saying um, earlier, earlier that I thought of another pet peeve, and sometimes it's like it's not needy people per se, but I think that I have a problem with people who like always perceive that they can't do something. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm. Like, you know, not like no, no, like faith yeah. Who carry? Yeah, yeah. Who carries around like you know defeatism or like helplessness? Um, a, a lot. I don't know if y'all met people like that. I think so. Like damsel in distress type thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially, more or less, for being yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I, I've definitely met some people like that. You know, and it's not. It's not like I'm not saying it because like I'm looking down on them, but I'm just like you know, it just. 
And this is, I don't know, I think it hurts me to be like, to see, to not have someone seen that re- like revelation yet. That's like, you know, you have mm-hmm. to do things on your own. Yeah. You know, you have to like, you know, just grind work. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know? like, that's just what life is. Like, you know, you're going to have to like, mm-hmm. like, you know, one of our mentors always said, no one's coming to save you. <laughs> like, no. You know, <laughs> no one's coming to save any of us. So you might as well figure it out, you know, and just learn how to lean on like, you know, what you can do and stuff like that. No, nah, I feel that. I'd be kind of harsh. I'd be like, yeah, why are you, why are you, why are you moving and around the, and That's a problem thing because yeah. like, it's like you don't want to be harsh because yeah. like, you like the way we treat people is how we treat ourselves. So like, you don't want to because that's what we would do to ourselves. You know? Yeah. If we were ever having the mindset like, you know, God knows Corey not ever telling himself that he can't do something on his own. Right. Corey got three jobs. <laughs> Corey would rather be his own ass <laughs> more than anything else, you know. Um, so we like, we'll, we'll always project that onto other people and so it's, that's just what it, that's that. So I, I always try to like be mindful of like, you know, how I'm reacting to things. Mm. Yeah, and I like I said, I know my so I think Mike made a good point. Like you sort of project that on other people. I know that I'm my worst critic. Mm-hmm. So like when I hate Same. when people like add to that. So like <laughs> I know like if I if I mess something up, I'm already gonna beat myself up bad. So like Facts. when my friend or like my family member is like, Yo, Corey, why'd you do that? They add an extra like, three I, cents. I got to deal with my my uh, own hurt plus that. So like I'll, that would like, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, that was a. I, I'm, I'm the. We're the exact same way. I, I was the exact same way, especially growing up. But that was a strange thing to be a part of who I am when I played sports in high school. Because mm-hmm. that, like, you know, that culture in sports in high school, it's like team, like people yell at you, blah, 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 you know, get it going, you yeah. know, another rep, you know, another, you know, another bench. But I just didn't work that way. I just can't have people screaming in my ear yeah, telling like, me what to do. Like, get off like me, bro. Give, let me. I'm gonna get it. Like, you know, like I'm not a yeller. I'm, I'm never that type of person. Yeah. So like, I know, like, even now, like, when if my nephew does something, like, like. You know, drop some on the floor. I'm like, bro, yo, you you got it. You know what to do, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna make you feel bad because I like my again. I, I know myself. If I drop some on the floor and like it was like the the biscuit before you know to get on the table, scream, scream, I would scream. feel upset because I know everybody would be like, yo, I wish I had some biscuits. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro, yo. like you you don't see me already sitting here sad. I don't even want to eat the rest of the food. You over here talking about some some. You wish you had some biscuits. Like, come on now. Yo, that that's funny, Carl. I was just when you said that about like a homie dropping a biscuit, yo. Because like I'm I'm actually back at I I won't even like harp on it, but I'll look at you and I'm like like a semi side. Like ah, oh, you're not serious, and that's all. <laughs> and I keep walking. Away. That's that uh, African. That's what oh man, but nah, I signed off because I really be beating myself up for certain things when it don't get done. And then my mom. Or my parents in general, but my mom especially likes to add commentary, bro. Like, she would really try to, like, find out why you messed up. And I'm like, yo, sometimes I, I, I was just asked. Like, I sucked. I don't know what to tell you, mom. That's why you engineer it. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> mama had you down just like that. It's like, yo, but I feel that. I think you got you got to give people space to, to just kind of work it out on their own. So, I respect that. Shoot. But. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, I was, uh, I was just thinking about like <laughs> growing up and all the times I'm like somebody does something like damn I'm not, y'all not serious man. Thanks. No, yeah. that was a great conversation though. I like uh like I always say you know we different from other podcasts. We let it flow, stream of consciousness. You know, get it here, get Thanks. it raw, unfiltered. Who's better? Nobody. <laughs> Yo, when I t- when I told the person that was, was giving the reviews earlier that it was like oh what you talking about on today's pod? I said I don't know. <laughs> it was like, oh, you really don't got topics? I was like, nah, we just be pulling up. We just pull up. <laughs> That's the exact energy. Up. We got listeners, so people clearly like it. <laughs> Thanks. And we're open to sponsorships, so if you anybody's listening, sponsorship. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. We'll, we'll do sponsorships beginning the podcast, end of the podcast, in the middle of the podcast. What? Just, you know, hit us up. We'll talk numbers, and we'll go We'll go from there. Yeah, especially all the businesses that um we shout out. You know, clearly, you know, we mm-hmm. can definitely bring some uh, good attention to you and your whatever you're trying to do. And everyone needs a little extra, you know, Attention, interest, or revenue in these pandemic times. Absolutely. Uh, yo, I'm going to slide us right into plug a plug. So this week, right, we got a black-owned business online. It's called EduCup Yourself, right? It's a um, uh, small company that makes, you know, mugs, keychains, key rings, magnets, and coasters, plus bookmarks, right? So they have anything from, like, you know, a black woman on there. looks like they got... Um, all different types of things, even ornaments, honestly. So they got anything you want with black culture on it, essentially, um, in the form of a cup or a mug. So if you want to check that out on IG, it's called EduCup Yourself, E-D-U-C-U-P-Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-F. And that's going to be 
in the bio of our podcast. So check us out, hit them up, follow them, let them know you heard them on our podcast at the Dinner Conversations, and, you know, show some love, man. You know, people are still trying to make their make their hustle, make their business, you know, get money to do the things they got to do. So make sure you check them out. That's EduCup yourself. Um, check that out. What time is it? Woo-hoo. Come on, Corey, what time is it? What time is it? Look, I'm that was a you, WWE four, intro. <laughs> look, four weeks, man. I'm back on. I'm back in the studio. I'm back on the mic. That's I'm fine, man. But for right now, what we got this week? Listen, you know, you got us three again. Episode thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. That's the Orcs. Three songs, only one winner. <laughs> I don't talking like it's the main event. Um, no, I I can go first. You go first. Yeah, I go first. Let's start us off, man. Um, had to go back to my, you know. The label that's been holding me down in grad school the last, like, you know, two years. You know, Griselda. Shout out to them. Shout out to Buffalo, now. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Conway, uh, Westside, Benny. Butcher. Benny the Butcher. Black Soprano family. Exactly. And um, Liz. Um, Armani. Armani mm-hmm. Caesar, that's her name. She has, she has a really good take called The List. Uh, that's why I said mm-hmm. The List. Um, shout out to that whole label, man. I, I hate. I won't say bring hip hop back, but like that hip hop that you know oh, that, yeah. that don't move in and you know, one of the from, best from the hustle. Here. Yeah, rap albums here. Easily. All of them. All of them. Westside Gun had three albums this year. Didn't miss, but I'm talking too much right now. <laughs> um, I'm, so I played. Uh, this is New Streets off of Benny the Butcher's new album, uh, Burden Burden of Proof. Talk about streets, yet, baby. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We gonna talk about the street shit. Hey, look, I don't care about haters. I'm only concerned with hustlers think. But I think it's time I finally address this publicly. It's rubbing me the wrong way when these rappers speak comfortably about street life. It seemed like they only giving y'all luxuries. I sat on work when I was positive it was sell. You know this game come with way more consequences than jail. Bittersweet when you win it deep, gassed up a rented V. Traveling with a key while I'm passing through Tennessee. Told baby girl I'd be back. She said be careful. I told Oh, baby girl, I be strapped. That made her worry more. Street niggas live by dirty laws. I got my stripes, how you earning yours? Can't let these niggas think I'm turning soft. It's gonna be hard to convince kids. But honestly, losses taught me more than my wins did. It's complicated. I can't see it. Work hard to just break even. We traded that for them great beaches in St. Regis. Trust me, it's two sides, one glamorous, other scandalous. These symptoms of abandonment, we suffer damages. I was you, not comprehending or understanding it. Losses turn into pain, then they be Become advantages. Ah, you know that's real shit. Sometimes you gotta lose something to gain something. Sometimes you gotta lose something to gain something. That was valid. I like that. Listen, man, Benny hasn't missed all year. He has not missed all year. Yeah, still remember his um his verse on Upside Down, Royce of Five Nine. Yo, his um, verse on Allegory. His verse on West Side Guns, Fly Guy 2, mm-hmm. um, on Buffin Buff versus Wires. Oh, it's yeah, my favorite yeah, verse yeah. he ever did. It's my favorite feature verse he ever did. Even the Fire the Booth they did um, with him and on Conway, that's uh, that's just fire. Conway spazzed on uh, War Paint. He did. That, he, <laughs> he spazzed on War Paint. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go next. Um, I'm local this week. Um, showing love. Uh, this is Master by King Ether. In a world full of illusions, it's only right that I contemplate the conclusions. Is the lies more heavy than the truth is? It's like a pound of bricks and a pound of feathers, you choose it. But in actuality, it's more complicated. My conscience won't speak to me, it's like it's constipated. While everybody is worried about how they compensate it, I'm more focused on getting this game dominated. So I hit the lab just to brush up on some vocab and leave these so-called rappers rocking a toe tag. My little homie said that here never toe straps. Never say never's the only thing that I spoke back. And you could quote that and take it to the bank with your Picasso flow. I'm acting like I paint pictures, uh. 
And I'm out to be a master, but time is the enemy. Can't let it slip past you. She told me she could feel my energies when I passed her. And if I stay patient, all my dreams will be captured. But I don't even know how. Napper, but still trying to pick the ripest fruit out the pasture. They told me that the blackberries give the juice faster. So pick your poison. What are you after? Abracadabra, put it on the platter. Pick your own poison. What are you after? And I'm feeling amazing. Doors opening like cracks in the pavement. Someone said that this game needs saving, so I'ma lay the groundwork first in the paving. And I'm feeling amazing. Doors opening like cracks in the pavement. Someone said that this game needs saving, so I'ma lay the groundwork first in the paving. Uh, and I'm back so sinister. Tell the congregation, go and grab their minister. I'm here for W, we talking like a finisher. And I got the wood just to knock out what they pitching, yeah. Head of the class, but the jeans on sag too. Hey, Mr. West, what's the formula for that swag, ooh? And now to this, better sprinkle on some hash too. But don't nobody want that sauce like ragu. Now let me stop making the lines so intricate. Maybe then some of you cats will start sniffing it And realize what make my shit so different Is I spit what I want, man, fuck if they getting it Been stupid ill ever since I could think But I had to drain all of my emotions through the sink Now if you talk shit, it don't push me to the brink Cause I know it's just a slip up from trying to kiss the pink Such an asshole, man, do you get the irony? A loud mouth for getting knocked off quietly Just for running like the black eyed peas Cause the bass goes farther than the black eyed sees and I can't seem to find these niggas' passion less interested in substance, more interested in fashion. So I guess we're playing whole songs today. I, uh, did, I did not play whole songs <laughs> today. There was still 29 <laughs> seconds left. Uh, but that's that Master King Ether off the project. I'm Ether. Shout out V Man. Love you, bro. Um, check that out. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get music. Make sure you listen. So um, you don't got to play my whole song. Don't worry about it. I didn't play my whole um, song. <laughs> Go ahead, um, man. But, but since uh, Stephen opened it up to gospel a couple of weeks ago, um, I, I threw a little inspiration in. It's almost early Sunday morning um, mm. recording this. So um, I brought it to to a group that I, I was able to meet them, I think, one time, maybe twice. When you was um, in gospel choir? No, not when I was in gospel <laughs> choir. We, I, I was actually a part of, like, a, a big uh, Bible study group one time. Okay, um, okay. They were, they were a part of it. But uh, the Walls group. Um, the song is called High Featuring Lecrae. The king is here. Let's make a scene. No stars allowed. No VFP. trying to play his whole song now so if, if you missed um bedside baptist aka virtual church <laughs> um you got a little song when you listen to the pod so heard that 
Yo, real quick before we end the pod, um, Mike, did you did you listen to Pro Era as a as a group, or did you just listen to Joey? Uh, just Joey. Okay, and that was like late, late, late. Corey, you li- did you listen to Pro Era? Um, yes, but after I listened to Joey. Okay, the song I played, the beat reminded me of something like the vibe rem- reminded me of Peep the Apocalypse. I don't know if you listened to that project. Yes, I did. I yes, did. the well, I was thinking, I was thinking about like what, what does, what does the beat and the lyrics remind me of, and it was that, and I was like, high school. So I just, I just flashed back to that in the last like three or four minutes before you played your song. Um, but yeah, we'll let the people decide who got that round. Corey finally doing new genres of music. We applaud him. Um, showing love, but good week. Episode 38 after dinner conversations and, uh, we'll see y'all next week. Peace, man. Make sure y'all like, rate, subscribe, review, uh, follow us on Instagram at AD Convos. Again, on Instagram at AD Convos. Sponsorships, man. Make sure you hit us. Um, but love y'all, man. Stay safe. Peace.